What's it like, Ron? The intimate times? <laughs> Out of sight, my man. Kind of like... Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together make a sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight You guys have it, I think Afternoon delight Afternoon Kungaloosh! Viva Gaia! Bon appetit! drinking at noon i love it i love it's it it's a diet coke oh okay welcome got... to the first ever nooner edition no of the three o'clock parade yes that's what we're, calling. We're, not, we're not calling it that it's can we the call nooner. it the afternoon delight the no. afternoon delight it's perfect i hate all of you welcome to three o'clock parade i'm drunk at disney that's rhiannon in her car yep Ooh. And we got Skipper Dick Richie all the way out in San Diego. Way out in San Diego. So we've got uh we are under the gun time-wise, so we are gonna jump right into it. Skipper Dick Richie, last time we were all together, we spoke about Mahalloween at uh Disneyland Resort and will there will there not be a mug? It all went down. Tell us what happened. Uh, so there doesn't seem to be a Halloween, but there was a, a mug release for the Haunted Mansion. Um, I want it. Well, and the rumor is that there will be some in Florida. But what? I mean, that's, that's the rumor. Um, or if I have $700, can I buy it on eBay? You can buy it on eBay. Or if you just wait, Disney Parks blog already said that they're going to re-release the mug getting closer to Halloween. Oh. So, they were on eBay like... Before it even started. <laughs> yeah, they were going for $150 before they were even re- released Damn. on stupid eBay. But, yeah, I got on the train at 8.30, got there around 11 o'clock, 30 minutes before the uh, bar opened. The line already wrapped around the building uh, just to buy mugs. And then there was a second line to get into the bar that uh, right. was super short. So That's what I was curious about. It's so To me, it, it makes me laugh. Like that there would be a line of people who don't want to go to Trader Sam's. A gigantic line of people who don't want to go into Trader Sam's to buy this mug. But then you can kind of fast pass it in to the real bar, and wouldn't they just sell you the mug right there? Uh, it was well, you, it was a mug with a drink, so and it didn't matter whether you bought the drink or not. Like It was the same price. Yeah. So all these people lined up, didn't get the drinks to go with it, uh, which the drink is called uh, This Chilling Challenge. It was delicious. Nice. Um, ooh. Sorry. I'm, it's getting hot in here. I have to roll down a window. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. I'm good. Uh, but either way, yeah. Getting it, hot in her. I already took off my blazer. I can't take off much more. Yeah, you can. I'm going to get oh. the Skype going video. No. Mm. It's junk. Either way, they sold out. So, in all, But in all seriousness, don't you find that sort of – I just find that the perfect – um, eBay person, uh, the eBay pirate analogy is 
you will wait in line, this huge long line, to not buy the drink and just the mug. When if all you want to do is go in and enjoy yourself and buy a mug, the line for the bar is shorter. I just find that so funny. Oh, yeah, and you could totally tell. Like, the people that were there to enjoy Trader Sam's and wanted the mug for themselves, you know, they were going into the bar and hanging out, and uh, it was just like, it was a group of strangers that suddenly became friends. We were all just talking and bullshitting and having a great time. And then you could just tell the people that were there for business. They were like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe it takes this long to sell a mug. And you were just like, you're yeah. an asshole. Just go yeah. home. Go to Universal where they want you. Yeah, right. I find that's I just that, that makes me laugh so hard though that there's like to go in the bar was the easy way. I don't know. That just to me that's just it just is ridiculous that whole setup. Uh, and I'm glad that they did it that way at Trader Sam's though. That for you and the other actual fun people who want to enjoy themselves, it's like a fast pass to go into the actual bar, and they didn't clog the bar up with these these eBay pirates. That was great. I was actually in the bar for like eight hours that day. Drinking the whole I believe. time. It was it was fun. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so you you just did Trader Sam's that day. You didn't even bother going in the park. No, I didn't go to the park. I went to dinner at Napa Rose uh, and hung out at that bar afterwards. But uh, yeah, it was just a bar day, and it was great. I might even go back Sunday just to relive it. Oh my gosh, I'm I do I'm just trying to decide if I really that if it comes to Walt Disney World, this mug. God, do I really do I need to get it or not? I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm so confused. Yeah. It's pretty okay. sweet, but there's the rumor goes two ways. It. The rumor is that they're gonna get it, but it's only gonna be for the Trader Sam's um food and wine festival event where people paid like three hundred dollars to uh, mix their drink. Yeah. And then the other one is that they're that just gonna luck. randomly get some later on when the second round comes in. So we'll see. So you're saying it goes both ways and they could randomly get some. Yes. Good like God. When you go both ways, like both you can them. randomly get some. That is correct. Okay, good. Um, on the other coast, we had Rhiannon cruise up to Walt Disney World last weekend, and it brought up a really interesting topic. Um, first off, we got to see firsthand. I went over and we and then said, hey, we got to see the construction firsthand. What was your impressions of the construction of the new area, Rhiannon? Mm. Well, the area that's closest to the Magic Kingdom, I don't mind so much because what was it before? Like protected wetlands? You know, fuck that. Um, Who needs right? those? <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas the beach side that was an actual beach and therefore accessible to all, uh, I don't like that so much. But I feel like we've talked about that before. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really interested to see what happens. But more importantly, and what I wanted to get to today a little bit was you and Mark, Mr. Rhiannon, mm-hmm. decided to uh, take the DVC tour. And we did. I, I haven't done the DVC tour since I don't even want to say how many years it's been. It was back when, like, it was at the boardwalk because that was the only thing that they were selling <laughs> way back then. So um, tell me about the DVC experience. Well, so. Full disclosure, we were paid to do this, so. Um, <laughs> How'd that work? Yeah. No, it was actually, so we were out at the parks and tired, so we planned to come back to the room, take a quick nap, and then go out for a round two. And when we got back to the room, there was an envelope slid under our door with the print 
um, of the Polynesian bungalows with the characters in front of it. And I received that same print when I was at the beach club with my mother back in February. And so I don't know if we also had this opportunity back then and I just didn't read the letter or if it's a new offer, but there was also a letter with the print saying, hey, if you come do this tour during this trip of yours, it can't be later, um, sit through the tour and we'll give you a $100 Disney gift card. Nice. So Mark and I were like, yeah, okay. Done and done. So, yeah. So we called them up right then and there and said, hey, we can meet you somewhere in five minutes or the day after. And they're like, well, let's just do the day after. So we signed up. They asked us where we were going to be. We said studios. They said, okay, we'll pick you up there. Where do you want to go afterward? We said our resort. Okay, we'll drop you there. So meanwhile, we did have a safe word with some friends in the area in case we were you know, blindfolded and taken to a back alley anywhere. Mm, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. So they picked us up at studios, drove us to Saratoga Springs where they have their offices and model units and all that. And so they brought us in, offered us some free snacks and beverages. They had, what was the, what's the, what do they call the juice at Boma? Oh, uh, it's not jungle juice, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like it's, it's Colin's favorite. Well, they had that for free there, so that was nice, and you know, mixes well with vodka. And so, anyways, <laughs> they bring you back into a room, and in comes your friendly DVC salesperson, and they run through the whole pitch. And uh, it was kind of fun because I guess typically the people coming in aren't as familiar with Disney and DVC mm. as perhaps maybe I am. And so the fact that I was kind of correcting the guy at some points, you know, was, I think fun. <laughs> um, Cast members love say, it when you do that. Yeah, I know, right? Spoiler alert, at the end of all this, we were not ultimately sold on DVC, but I do think I sold a copy of the book to him. So Nice. Nice. Yeah, made money. Did you uh, break um, it down over a 10-year period with Disney financing, or did he just buy it outright? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but I will say that it was very convincing. Uh, we definitely were just in it for the cash, but afterward, we started seriously considering it. So, yeah, yeah it's it's pretty convincing. Um, if it weren't for the fact that we're closing on a house a week from tomorrow, I think maybe this would have a different ending here. Well, seriously, I remember doing it, and I've seen, I've heard other people, and they've all said the same thing um, that I remember, and that's that there's no question. Bottom line is, it's a lot of money, and it's expensive, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But when you really, when they really do lay the, the time though, if you're going to travel this many times, it's considerably, it is a considerable savings. So the numbers kind of make sense to your head. Yeah, the thing that I think they sort of fudge to make it look like it makes more sense than it really does is that first of all, they're assuming that when you travel to Disney, you're staying at a deluxe resort, right. which isn't necessarily always the case or rarely the case. Um, and the other assumption they make is that you're spending a lot of money. Like he, he's like throwing out numbers at us, you know, and he's like, all right, well, let's say, you know, you come once a year, eh, you know, all right, it maybe costs you $4,000. Well, I'm like, wait a minute, no. Like, $4,000? I know, like, that doesn't cost that much. Even, like, staying, I mean, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge, just, you know, technically a deluxe, even though it's not, you know, the deluxe just of for deluxe. The, and he was meeting just for the accommodations. I think, no, I think he, well. 
know. I don't know. And they throw numbers at you to like confuse you. Um, <laughs> but so, so he was trying to say that if you drop, you know, four grand a year on Disney vacations, oh, you're gonna break even. That's like their phrase. They like to throw around the break even point would be like six years of DVC ownership and it's paid for itself for 50 years. And it's like, well, yeah, if you spend $4,000 a year, but I don't. So I I mean, I'm sure at some point you will break even, but it's not going to be after six years. No. No, I think it's closer to 10. I don't even know if it's that for me. But then again, we all know I'm frugal. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. DVC is a splurge. If they try to make it like you're saving money, no, I mean, you're good. Cause you, I think what it does, though, is it lets you get, like you were saying, Rhiannon, you you don't stay at a, a deluxe, deluxe every time. But it basically lets you stay at deluxe places when you would have stayed at, like, values or moderates. Sort yeah. Of. Kind of what it has you do. So it's always interesting, though. Even though I live here, I'm always still like, man, should I even go, should I look into it? I mean, <laughs> I look into it all the time. I'm always thinking yeah. I actually almost bought once, and the guy actually uh, talked me out of it. So. Yeah, and that's the other thing is they definitely were not super pressury. And once we told them, we're like, yeah, we might do this in the future, but not today because we're buying a house. He could not have been quicker to get us out of there. He's like, okay, I'm done with you now. Bye. Okay, then bye. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. There was no hard pitch no pressure. Wanna... You're gonna die. I'm gonna take you to that back alley and beat you until you submit. I had uh, about a three-year stint where I didn't have to pay for rent or gas because uh, the employee, or my employer at the time, paid for everything. So I had saved up a ton of money and decided I'm gonna use this to buy Vacation Club, and I was just gonna pay for it outright. And uh, nice. yeah, so myself and two other friends of mine, we went to the tour. And this was over here when they were selling Grand Californian. And um, went through the whole tour, and at the end, I basically just told him, like, I'm in, this is what I want, I've got the money, I'm ready to go. And he was just like, have you thought about financing? And I was just like, nope. <laughs> I was like, I've got this cash, and I want to spend it. And uh, he's like, I tell you what, why don't you uh, take this information home and think about it, and uh, call hmm. me tomorrow. And I was huh. just like, okay, but... Shut up and take my money. Yeah, I was literally what? And finally, at the end, the guy just was like, not like he was so insistent on uh, on financing and not just letting me pay for it outright that I was just like, you know what, I'm out. I don't even care anymore. Uh, and I ended up buying a car, which was great because I still drive yeah. a car and I love it. But it was. So I wonder weird. if they make is do maybe they make their commission off the maybe they make their commission off the sale of the of the financing. They probably make more because of the amount of financing, is my guess. Yeah, it must be because it's like because of the maybe interest not, and stuff. Yeah, maybe they're 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 not really selling the DVC; they're actually selling the plan to. So he's like, "Well, crap! This really wouldn't do me any good." Well, and then they've also just looked at like the three of us who would probably just come out of a bar. And like, There's no way this guy's paying cash for this thing. Uh, I felt like pretty in pink. Not legally. Oh, you mean like, or like in a, in a pretty, pretty woman? Pretty yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake, Big. buddy. I was, uh, I was ready huge. to. I, I, uh, I had already talked to Bank of America. I was like, I'm going to need a cashier's check. <laughs> and they were like, okay, if that's what you want to do with your money. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> and this, man, I'm, that would have been, the, are you, okay, in all seriousness, at this point, are you wishing you would have done it now, or are you wish? Are you glad 
You didn't at this point. Both. I kind of still wish, I wish I had, um, just because I like staying at deluxe properties, and I think the idea of, like, having the exclusive uh, lounges and being able to go on, you know, the DVC cruises, that, like, that's the part that I think sounds really exciting to me. Yeah. But what? with the amount of, like, cast member friends that we have, getting discounts for the rooms, it doesn't, it doesn't, the math doesn't work out when you're already getting uh, cast member rates. Right. Well, right. lotty freaking da for you. Lotty freaking da. That's right. Lotty freaking da. Uh, I mean, and the thing is out there in California, you don't really have a choice but to stay at deluxe properties. So it's not like you have like an all-star movies to I mean, to we have paradise to appear. But you wouldn't be caught dead there. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They're not all deluxe. They may be deluxe priced, but... Really, I guess that's what I would mean. Deluxe pricing. <laughs> I still my favorite... It was that story you told where the guys came up down looking for the bar. <laughs> we were like, this place sucks. Get out of here. Sucks. Get out of here. This isn't a good place for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. Um, let's see. I was going to ask you something else. I forget what it was now, though. Oh, well. Um, so, speaking of that, Skipper, did you get, you haven't been in to see the new overlay of the, ha- the Haunted Mansion holiday yet? No, the ninth one is when... Uh... They did the Haunted Mansion mugs was the day that that opened. And from what I understand, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Rhiannon will be. The line to get through security went all the way to the monorail station in downtown Disney. Shit. So, yeah, getting into the park that day was not something I was even interested in attempting to do. Because there were also rum drinks. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to justify that line when you're sitting there enjoying yourself at Trader Sam's. It's like I could enjoy myself here or enjoy myself there. Um, let's see, not a difficult choice. But you did see that there's a spoiler alert new uh-huh. addition to the yeah. holiday overlay this year. There's a new animatronic of Sally, who is my favorite character from Nightmare Before Christmas. So really excited so about seeing that. When you go through the Haunted Mansion overlay. Do you see any of the original props, or do they cover everything up? Oh, no, no. Or do you they see, replace You see it? a lot of the original stuff. It's just, like, so when you go through the graveyard scene, it's just in the winter, and it's snowed. So there's snow on everything, but most of the graveyard scene's the same, and they've just mm. added. So, like, you know where um, where the little, like, caretaker is sitting there with his knees shaking and the, do- and the little skinny puppy? Yeah. So that's actually Jack Skellington and Zero welcoming you to the graveyard. And then the graveyard's mostly the same, except for with a snow overlay, except for the uh, singing statues are actually jack-o'-lanterns that sing. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, there's just some, like, extra snow effects, and they added Sally to the graveyard now. So she kind of, like, creeps up over a uh, over one of the... Uh, gravestones which is pretty cool i'm excited to see it uh maybe sunday that's my plan man you're just like going full boathouse uh, on your disneyland trips oh well and and that's the thing so this was supposed to be another shoeless joe weekend uh because i took a four-day weekend to to go up there but all kinds of craziness has been going on it's uh my brother's birthday, and then i have a friend getting married and then there's a new tiki bar that just opened um, so yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to just hang out because there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. 
Mm. Well, poor you. I know, right? Yeah. So God, I love that. Side. I love when that happens. Yeah, me too. I love when that happens. Yeah, it was, like, you know, you're exhausted, but it's totally worth it. Oh, and tomorrow, iPhone day. Woo, I can't wait. You're getting it tomorrow? Like, you're actually receiving it? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, that's cool. I took the day off, and I'm still going to go and pick it up. I, so I can go pick it up, is what I should say. Mm. Rhiannon, are you as excited about the new phone as all these other Apple lights are? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm, I'll end up getting one. I'm not, I, I was not waking up at 3.30 in the morning to place my order, like Rich and my cousin, who is also with us on that Disney trip. So, yeah, the next morning, Magic Kingdom, he seemed a bit more tired than I was. Was that, and are you the kind of person who literally, like, wakes up the, in the morning to install the new update to the operating system? Like, I couldn't believe how many people did it, like, that, right felt the need to do it immediately before it's even been tested. So it all shuts yeah, down everybody's I, phones. I heard some bad reviews of it, but it's So you're not that person. Kills you know, your like, battery. Mm. So anyways, um, I wasn't sure. I knew you're I know you're the you're on the Apple side, so I wasn't sure if you were as yeah. Apple y as some of these others. I like to pace myself, but <laughs> no Mark Mark was texting me earlier that you know, Verizon's offering some nice buyback plan for our phones, but oh, the offer expires by the 30th. So I suppose by the end of the month, I will have purchased a seven. Well, stickers. Man. That's what it's all about. Stickers. Yeah. Well, we'll, save, we'll save our information. It could be happening. Some it could be. Three o'clock parade stickers? I'm, I'm actually. So there's two things that I'm going to announce today. I'm just going to throw these okay. out there. One okay. breaking, breaking news. news. Three o'clock exclusive. As of right now, this very second, all of the songs on the podcast no longer are marked as extras, but they are actually marked as songs to make it easier for people to find. Yes. That's the first one. The second one is I'm going to try to learn how to make stickers for iMessage with all of our uh, what do you call how do you call it? The Boniverse characters. <laughs> yes, yes, Sour so, Bonerverse. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have some Sour Boner and Livy and Drippy and who knows what else. Little stickers that you could add to your to your chat or text messages. So that's my plan for the day is to learn how to do that. Ah, I'm excited. I'm excited for all that. I mean, the songs, I, there, there, there's such a big catalog of songs now that you could, there, I mean, how many would you think? I think You should put together an album. At least 15 songs, 10 to 15 by now. That's an album right there. Right, Cut right. It I know. Sell it. We'll talk more about if that. All the, uh, yeah, if all the music wasn't copyrighted, we'd have a... <laughs> Small detail. Small detail. Yeah, little things. Those are little things. Little, little things like, uh, you know, legal issues. Um, speaking of pacing yourself, we want to throw that idea out the window because the Food and Wine Festival kicked off yesterday. Um... Scale of one to ten, Rannon, when it comes to Food and Wine Festival, how excited are you to zoom up and take a look? Uh, if you had asked me this question three years ago, maybe a nine and a half. Now, let's just put it this way. I purposefully scheduled my vacation to occur the week before Food and Wine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll still I, come up, but... Yeah, that's sort of my thoughts on it, too, because people... I mean, I run into people that I know in my regular life 
that know I like Disney, and they'll be like, we have to go to food and wine. And I'm just, I kind of nod and wave, because <laughs> uh-huh, I really have uh-huh. to be careful sure. yeah. only to go, maybe go one time big, because if I go three, four, five times, I'm going to have to live in a box because of, of, of this. So yeah, I agree. It's a, yeah. the experience isn't, it doesn't get me as much as it used to, but some of these food items do look pretty good. Um, Ellen Skipper Ritchie went yes, yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And I asked her what her absolute favorite was, and Ellen said that the best was Korean barbecue, and it looks awesome. It's got like a, uh, a uh, cucumber slaw and barbecue, and that actually looks really good, and the portion size looks pretty good, too. That sounds great. I know. I want to do the What's Korean that? barbecue is number one on my list. I'm putting that down, because if there's somebody's... I do. I always trust Ellen's uh, taste, so... Yeah, she's uh, she's open to putting a lot of things in her mouth. Oh, my. With notable exceptions, right, Skipper? Oh, for sure. Tried that. Working on that for years. Not happening. <laughs> so, I forgot to see the list. I'm, though, I, I do like going over some of the concerts, though. I'm not a super big concert guy, but some of them look pretty good this year, so maybe. Um, let's see what else we have going on this week. Um, Rhiannon, welcome back. Thank yes. You, by the way, welcome back. We missed you last week. Thanks. Yeah, we missed you last week. We're glad you're glad you're back. We did you happen to see that we called uh, somebody at Epcot while you were gone? Yeah, I tried listening to that episode as I was driving up to Disney, and I made it about twenty minutes in before I just had to stop. So you're saying you and Epcot lady would not get along? Um. It's not exactly how I would phrase that, but sure, we can go with that. <laughs> what is oh, happening back there? I don't know what you get going on there. But uh, let's see. I'm going to throw in a few. Who's ready for a few Ask Sour Boners? Let's get for help Do out it here. to it. Ask Sour Boners. I can't <laughs> wait. Ask Sour Boner for you. And you. Um, and you, and you, and you. Uh, let's see. Ben Bowers, uh, the dra- a drama day, has a really good one. Um, he wants to know what's the most disappointing bar and specifically drink at Disney. They don't have to be the same, but is there a specialty drink that is a big disappointment when you get it? Obviously, the back scratcher. Back scratchers. Those are not disappointing. Also, breaking news before we get into it, Rhiannon, you did a blind taste test between the back scratcher and the lapu lapu. Yes. How did that go? Did did you you had both of them and had who took the test? You or Mr. Rhiannon? I did. Well, we both did, and we both and agreed the back scratcher is better. And you know, by what percentage? Oh, not too much. I mean, they're both lovely drinks. Okay. I'm just saying, personal preference. But what is the most disappointing specialty drink then at Disney? Anything jump out? Does it have to be Walt Disney World? No. Can I can I throw out the uh, mint julep at Disneyland? Because there's no alcohol in it? Well, because there's no alcohol in it, and it doesn't actually taste like a mint julep. Oh. It just tastes like green sweet stuff with a cherry inside, and it's disgusting. But people love it. People line up to get mint juleps in hmm. the French Quarter, and I'm like, why? It's so bad. Oh. Um, when, where is it? French Quarter. Oh, okay, like where? Like, but like where? Which? <laughs> it's actually where they sell the uh, Mickey beignets. 
Oh. I think at the French oh. market. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's not great. I will tell you, I was really disappointed. Um, I went into Nomad Lounge and I got really excited because they had all these, lots of specialty drinks. I really enjoyed the beer, the, but the actual, I did try one of the uh, cocktails and I want to get the name right before I, before I say it, but the ones at Nomad were extremely disappointing to me. Uh, I will tell you the one that I really did not like was uh, Jen's Tattoo. Really disappointed. It was like the mm. grossest drink I've ever had, in my opinion. I really didn't like it. So Jen's Tattoo at the Nomad Lounge is my least favorite specialty drink. I haven't tried it, but I wonder if they made it wrong. The only reason I say that is because when I went to Trader Sam's to get the mug, the first wave of drinks that came out um, tasted terrible. And we were like, oh, this chilling challenge is just to finish the drink because it was so bad. <laughs> and then uh, Kelly, who is the bartender that actually invented the drink, showed up. And I mentioned it to him, and he looked at me like, what are you talking about? This drink's delicious. And he kind of whipped up another one for me, and I was like, oh, my God, now this is great. So who knows? Maybe the bartender got sloppy and just forgot to mix in. It's yeah, I think that's the drink that Mark usually orders when he goes to Nomad Lounge, and so he obviously likes it. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah. It could be something else. Yeah, there's several, so maybe. But I just really – I've heard good things about the uh, Snow Leopard. But I've never had it, so I need to spend more time there. I haven't this summer. I didn't get to go to Animal Kingdom as much as I wanted to. So um, this fall, I'm gonna try to head over there a little bit more and try more of these. Because um, Nomad Lounge, I went over there like, during the week. The place is freaking dead. Like you can, I I mean, there's, it is dead. Like there's nobody in there. So I'm interested to see how that kind of how that goes. Oh, did I tell you when I went there last? Um, I asked the bartender if I could bring in outside food and. Not only was the answer no, but he looked at me like I was the most vile creature to even oh. think such a thought. What did you I'm want like, to bring in? Flame tree. Oh, wow. I mean, whatever. Like, the bar is fucking empty. Yeah. And so oh. you could have me sit there and eat other food while I continue to order drinks from you and tip you well, or I'm going to leave to go get food. And so that's what I ended up doing. So we left. So, yeah. you know. You want to be a dick to me? Well, that's your tip, buddy, not mine. I almost feel like the problem, your mistake was asking. I suppose. Probably. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta just, I walk into those places like I own the joint. It's really, in all seriousness, Skipper, is really weird right now. Like, I went, I don't know how that, what, what day you went, Randon, but I went, I guess not last week, but the week before. And it was, let's just say, for example, it was like a Wednesday at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I went in, and I, I know it opened. It was open, but there was not one soul in either Tiffin's or Nomad Lounge at 1.30. And, I mean, the park closed at, like, 6 that day or 7 or whatever. I mean, it was it was eerie. And I, I'm mm -hmm. thinking maybe – of course, it was, like, the, the least busy week I've ever seen at Disney. But still, it was really weird. So I couldn't even imagine rolling I, – I almost didn't even want to sit down and get a drink. It was so dead. You know, yeah. It was very weird. It felt like it was closed. But I'm thinking maybe once uh, Avatar opens up, maybe it'll help out a little bit, I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe just people are scared because, you know, they're charging $6 a wing. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, let's not exaggerate. It's only $3. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. It's true. I can't, um, you know what I'm really scared, though? I'm worried that those wings are going to go away before I even get to try them. Uh, interesting. I don't think so. I think they'll be around. I, I feel pretty good about it. 
I just I just don't know what that's gonna, what's going to happen to that place because it really. I was very sort of surprised when I saw that Tiffin's, a signature restaurant, opened up in Animal Kingdom. And um, just because it just doesn't feel like the kind of place that people want to sit down for two and a half hours and have a meal. So I'm anyway, so it'll be and really interesting to see what happens as the years go on and, and as they open Avatar Land. And will this be a place that actually becomes busy? Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, Scott D wants to know um, if the World Wrestling Federation announced a Disney blogger slash podcaster Royal Rumble, who would be in it and who would win? Well, obviously, we would be in there, the three of us. We'd have to have Polly in there. I, I don't rumble. Polly and Dean. So you'd be the first out. You would just jump out yourself. I don't know. I, I feel like she would be the manager handing us chairs exactly. over, through, the, through the ropes. No, I'd be the person yes. off on the edges placing the bets. No, we need somebody right. to obviously, We obviously can't win. Betting against you. Oh, my God. The worst. Well, we can't win clean, but we can definitely, if she hands us weapons from the outside, like well, that's what I'm saying. chairs and tables. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. we, we have to beat the evil e-ticket report. Oh, so that would be our first guys. move is to get we those guys straight, out. Straight for the e-ticket report. And I think, to be honest, though, if you were to say who will win, Char. Oh, my God. By herself. Speaking of Char, what is that noise I hear in the background? I don't know, but after last week, we definitely need to uh, check and see what happened with her. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely worried. So let's see what's going on with Char. Hello, Char. This is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Are you out there? Hey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. It's me. Oh, wow. So glad to hear from you. After last week's crash ending, we were worried about you. Well, Philippe's little car mishap actually didn't hurt me, but the 3 o'clock parade news van, it's out of commission. Wow, you guys have a news van up there? Man, what kind of budget do we cut for you? Drunky is still using a Windows notebook and his tablet? I mean, we just gave him a clipboard and a white crayon and told him it was an iPad Pro. Yeah, Philippe asked us to keep the whole thing quiet because his corporate stooge showed up again, so he owed us a favor, and he's going to give us an exclusive look at the Disney Store Canada's Utilidor. Zoinks! I didn't even know they had a Utilidor. That place seems kind of small for that. We're all pretty excited to see it. No one outside local cast members have ever even gotten a peep before. And from what we understand... Oh, wait, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Philippe looks like he's coming out of the store. What the fuck is this? Oh, okay. Hand me a note silently telling me to blindfold myself and follow you. Have you fucking learned nothing from your last meeting in HR, Philippe? Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, hey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Sorry about that. I, I just can't even believe this is actually happening right now. Whoa, 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 hold on. Did you say blindfold? Are you sure you can trust him? For the chance to be backstage and see where the magic happens? Yes. I totally think it's worth it. Okay, so I have the blindfold on. It seems as though he's leading me away from the store. Okay, so the sounds of the mall are gone away. I can kind of hear traffic in the distance. I think we're somewhere because there's a really unique smell. It's like a combination of fabric softener and and old shoes. Oh my god, what the hell is that? 
Are you fucking kidding me? Philippe, you asshole! This isn't the Utilidor, it's your fucking mom's basement! It's not just the basement, it's my apartment too, huh? Of course it is. That's even worse. You said you wanted to see where the magic happened, ooh la la, and all that. Oh god, no. You didn't actually think- Oh my god, put your clothes back on. He's wearing Lion King underoos! You seriously cannot even make this shit up. But I haven't even shown you my collection of DSC Letterman sweaters. Yeah, I think I've fucking seen enough, buddy. Uh, Skipper Dick Richie, I'm fucking out of here. Till next week, this is Shaw reporting live from the Canada, wherever the fuck I am. Oh my god, Philippe is such a creeper. I can't believe his basement? Weirdo. Whatever, dude, that is, I disagree. It's great, great effort there, uh, Philippe. Uh, it's definitely a drunky move, and I'm impressed. Does Drunky also wear Lion King underoos to uh, woo the ladies? Is that what worked with uh, Mrs. D at D? I will not say that's what worked, but it didn't didn't stop it. That's for sure. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> did stop it. Uh, but no, it was not because of them, but it was in spite of. Oh, God bless her. Um, now, there was a uh, blog that posted a top bathrooms at Walt Disney World list. I want to see if we agree with this. This is Twins and Travel blog. Um, so let's take a look at this. What do we do? We agree that in Magic Kingdom, these are the top four restrooms: Gaston's Tavern. Which ones are those? Are the ones that, like just around the corner from there? Yeah, they're hidden. I wouldn't yeah. say they're top because nobody knows how to find them. Yeah, and, and Gaston is usually back there, like, doing arm push-up contests and stuff. In the that's bathroom, your, yeah. That's your favorite part. <laughs> Get to hang out with Gaston in the bathroom. He's hilarious, actually. Between Space Mountain and Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Oh, God, no, those are smells. Yeah, that's like... The, that's a high-traffic like, area. It is. They're they're very well... Yeah, I would not put that in the top bathrooms. Not that there's any too many really good ones at, at Magic Kingdom. I actually am going to completely disagree with this list, because there's two more... Tangled in Fantasyland. I mean, they're new. Fresh. And yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean gift shop. Not even. None of these are my top bathroom. No. My favorite is second floor of Liberty Tree Tavern. It feels like you're stepping back into 1971 because it's the opposite of ADA compliance. You go up there. It's like the staircase is barely wide enough for one person to go up. And then you go in there. But it's, it's very quiet. And it's private and it's wonderful do you have a favorite go-to at the magic kingdom skipper oh i do uh it's also a second floor bathroom but it's not at liberty tree it's at the uh, columbia harbor house there's a bathroom up there Shh, don't tell anybody <laughs> what yeah there's bathrooms up there and they are clean and quiet because nobody ever goes up there uh, rihanna do you have a favorite i'm not commenting on this topic no. Hmm. Wow. All right. And Epcot, is it be, though, wait, is it because you don't want oh. anybody to know where your favorite bathroom is? You don't want to ruin it? Because I just gave up mine. We're not looking at it as Sucks gross. to be you. Yeah, this is... Uh, but, again, i got to disagree. Epcot, they say Odyssey Center, American Adventure, and Fountain View by Innovations West. Oh, my God, American Adventure. These are horrible Adventure. choices. Are terrible. I think these are just the most popular bathrooms, not the... Because at Epcot, the best is to sneak into the restaurant at Mexico... Because you're, you're you're kind of it's not a public you know for everyone restroom so the Mexico restaurant ones are very, I feel that one's common. busy though I have to say my favorite restroom in Epcot is uh, 
What's the pizza the pizza place that I love in Epcot in the back of oh, the Annapolis? Yeah, those bathrooms are like so far back and hidden away from everybody. They're clean. They're usually empty. Yeah, those are good bathrooms. And the ones behind uh, Imagination, no one ever goes to, and they're oh, they yeah. play original Imagination music in there. It's wonderful. Nice. Oh, Hollywood Studios Animation Courtyard. Brown Derby and Great Movie Ride. Brown Derby, absolutely. Oh, the Brown Derby's great. Especially if you yeah. go to the one upstairs. But, uh, oh, up there by the Catwalk Lounge. Yeah. Have you, you can't go up there now, though, unless you're going to be adventurous. And I will agree with our Animal Kingdom, though. Conservation Station and then Finding Nemo. Those are actually pretty good. But the best ones, of course, would be in Dino Land because they play great music. So, anyway... Well, sure if we Rhiannon doesn't agree with any of it because she refuses to talk about the topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see she what else like the potty talk. No, no. She's a lady. Let's see. Um let's go to the next sour border with uh Rhiannon. Your liver has a question. Mm-hmm. Um video services of the Dame Judy Dench doing the shocker. So Disney cans her. Who's the worst possible person to do Spaceship Earth narration to replace her with? Who's the absolute worst? Mm. I'm gonna, since Steven Tyler looks like an old woman now anyway, I'm just going to stick with Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of who has the worst voice. I mean, he is pretty shrieky. Right? Whoa. Wow! Welcome! Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> It's the romance! <laughs> I lead, our roads lead to Rome! <laughs> I don't know. The more I'm thinking of it... <laughs> or maybe since we're going the aged rock star route, you could do Ozzy Osbourne since he just oh, slurs oh, everything. Be There'd be no though. enunciation whatsoever. You'd have no idea what's going on. Oh my god, that would be great. If you could pick these... Instead of just the languages, would that be great if you could pick different people to do this? Oh, this is a great idea. You know what we should do? We should uh, actually do a voiceover of it that's timed to the attraction. So if somebody wanted to write it, we could have that voice. Like, they could hit play on their... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, you used to be able to pick your GPS voices, and you could download, and so there was like, you could do a George Bush voice, you could do Cartman. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think we're on to something. I think we should. I'm thinking, like, the worst would be, that like, be you know, extras. it really would be great. I'm thinking, wouldn't the worst be, um, like, Gilbert Gottfried or someone like that? I mean... I kind of like him. I like uh, Gilbert I Gottfried. I think he's yeah. great. Yeah. We could do, like... <laughs> Would, would Donald Trump be the worst, possibly, oh for you? Possibly. Um, so, great question. We, 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 <laughs> some new attractions audio might be some great extras, Skipper. That would be super fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, gonna to have to look into that, too. Um, Jen, with two N's, as always, has a uh, great question. Um, she says, congratulations, team. The podcast and book are both such smash hits. That we've all become Disney famous. They want to acknowledge you by naming a drink after you at one location on property. What's the drink's description or name and at which bar? Oof. I thought that's what the back scratcher was. No, see, I want, and I've, I've talked to, I really want at the boathouse 
I want a drink, and I, I want them to rename the Moscow Mule to the Harbor Master, and I want it. I want it to be called the Harbor Master, and that's. I want that to be my drink. So the Moscow Mule, that's like an actual like drink, like worldwide though. So if they're making a Moscow Mule, I don't know if they could call it a Harbor Master just because people wouldn't know what the hell that is. It's the Harbor Master. It's would fine. you invent? Would you invent your own version of the Moscow Mule? That I'm not very good. I'm really not very good at as a mixology. I'm really not very good at mixology. I enjoy drinks, but I'm not good at creating drinks. So I would love to have uh, somebody do that for me. But I would have to just pick a drink I like and rename it because I don't. I don't know what goes well with what. I'm just not good at that. Well, we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> I'll drink it. Now, if you can just address the rest of the list of things you're not good at. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Man. Jesus. Well, I mean, there's nothing to it. A Moscow Mule is basically just ginger beer, vodka, and some lime juice, so... Oh, it's so good. You know, you just have to make it your own. God, what that's would you the that's, I want the, that's what I, I want it to be the Harbor Master, is all I'm saying. I guess that's the answer to me, and, I want to, and that would be my drink, the Harbor Master. So, well, I've got two things. I've got three things to do today, Nick. Invent the Harbor Master. Yes. Put it down on the uh, calendar there. Uh, Siri, Siri, invent Harbor Master. Make stickers. Oh, and create ride voices. There we go. <laughs> Do you have a drink that you'd like to have named after you, uh, Rhiannon? I think if they had at the Tambu Lounge just like a triple bourbon on the rocks and you could just call it the redhead and that oh people could come up and be like, We wants the redhead and then you oh, just get good. like a shit ton of bourbon on the rocks and you know that works. That is actually very cool. I like that. That's a great answer. That's a great yeah, answer. Skipper, what do you want? Um, actually I I'm having these like flashbacks to high school college years when uh I lived in El Paso, Texas, and we used to cross the border into Mexico and go drinking in Juarez before it became scary. And uh, Juarez, yeah. So in Juarez, they would do a thing on Wednesdays where it was drink and drown, and you would pay six dollars to get into the bar, and it was just unlimited drinks. And they had basically bottles of Corona, which I think were just recycled, and somebody was pouring a keg into these bottles or something. And then they had this one clear liquid. That no matter what you ordered, that was what they would pour into it. So if you ordered a rum and coke, it was that clear liquid. If you ordered something with tequila, it was that clear liquid. So I kind of want... Uh, they used to have a drink called the Black Top. And they said that... They called it the Black Top because you could only drink one of them before you were... You know, you hit the Black Top, essentially. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I would want whatever that was. Uh, which was basically just that clear liquid and then some other sort of dark liquid and I think coke. But, I mean, you call it the, the drippy, right? right? Oh yeah, we could call it the drippy. Poor drippy, he hasn't had a lot of attention lately. And drippy's um, kind of kind of falling off the. Come on, he needs like a you know a, a reboot. So it's just it's we've been busy. <laughs> There's been other yeah. things going on. It's like it's been uh, very busy, very busy around here. Yeah, no kidding. It's crazy. Yeah. But speaking of busy, and just so everybody's listening, sorry, we're definitely not going to be able to get to everybody's ass sour boner this week. So. But this one I want to get to. It's Colin, uh, Drunkies Amazing Race champion, and Rhiannon's private pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants us to theme an on-property nudie bar. Oh, jeez. Uh, 
It could be a, a location or signature move, a story. And he's asking, like, would you want the girls on top, guys on the bottom? What would you want to do? I think there should be something like this. I mean, there's really nothing. You have to leave the property for some real adult entertainment. Being well, a Disney I purist, I don't think we need it. <laughs> I don't think so either, but I mean... But if we're going to answer a question... He hasn't read the book. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Kind of mentioned in there. Oh, well! Yeah. <laughs> So we'll, we'll we'll direct him there. Redirect yeah. to the book. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, Rhiannon, what Louis the Laos would like to know: Which audio animatronics would you like to see on Bachelor in Paradise? Um. All of the presidents. And the redhead. <laughs> and yeah. I want the, of course, the daughter from the future scene or the current modern scene in Carousel Progress. She'd be on there. I don't know if she would. She be like one of the fun ones that actually does well, or would she be kind of bitchy? I feel she's bitchy. She seems a little bit. She, you know, she's kind of not impressed by anything. You say like that's like a bad thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they make for great TV. Don't get me wrong. They make for great TV. Any other um, characters that should be on there? What about Foxy Cleopatra from the uh, from Spaceship Earth? I think she would do pretty well. And then you could have like the um, the who is it? Steve Wozniak, uh, kind of just curled up in the corner, not talking to anybody on Master of Paradise. What was the? Sure. Uh... The version of, it was like The Bachelor, what was it? but it was with nerds. What was that one? It was called, I know that, it was called, um, God, what was it called? But yeah, but there was like, it was a beautiful woman and then like a bunch of nerdy guys. Oh and yeah, I remember that. She actually started liking one of them, or a few of them, yeah. and then they brought in like all these hunky guys. Yeah, right? oh my God, I remember that. Well, that but, was and wasn't awful. there one where they told the girls that like, all these nerds were like multi-millionaires, so they kept throwing themselves at them, and then they found out at the end that they actually were just nerds that didn't have any money at all. And that was Joe Millionaire you were talking about. That was Joe Millionaire. There were so many of these bad, or even worse, love dating shows yeah. today. But um, no, the one you're talking about, Rhea, uh, or Skipper, was yeah. They had one, and they had all these nerdy guys, and she actually started to like some of them. But then, just to fuck with them, they brought in, like, 15, like, super Captain America-looking guys Oof. and just blew them out of the water. It was like so nice. But then, didn't they also do a makeover for the nerds, too? Yeah. To try and make them less nerdy? And I want to say, in the end, she had to pick one of the nerdy guys. I think she did. I don't know what happened. But it sounds yeah. like Theme Park Bachelorette. I think you're going to make the final four, man. Just a bunch of nerds and some freaking... Stud we're down to the final. We're down to the final four. Yeah, could you hurry up and get? God, how long is this going to take? <laughs> when are we going to get into the double eliminations? Is what I'm. It's up to her. It's up to her, man. It's up to her. Uh, let's see. Now, Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know: Would we rather see Donald Trump in the Hall of Presidents or Carousel of Progress family replaced by the Kardashians? Oh. Uh, 
Um, lesser of two evils, Kardashians. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd have to go with the Kardashians. It would actually be really funny if they did it in like tongue in cheek, and they were constantly like very vapid and made, like on the Saturday Night Live where they did the Californians. You know, where they're it would be pretty funny. I would actually love to see that. You know what I'm talking about, Skipper? Yeah, I love the Californians. They're hilarious. <laughs> Mr. Monkey wants to know when I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights this year. Never. Never. Did you guys get into this Halloween, like, scary stuff? Rhiannon, would you ever do it? No, I don't really get the concept of paying somebody to jump out at me and scare me. I yeah, would I rather don't... pay somebody to not do that. Right? Skipper, what about you? No, I and that's the thing. I don't even consider. I think we've talked about this. I don't think it's scary as much as startling. And I don't yeah, want, startling. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't need. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I mean, you know, I'm already a giant fat guy. All I need now is somebody to give me a heart attack in a theme park I don't want to be at. So, <laughs> and I, you know, I don't. People always really want other people to go. For some, there's this thing of like trying to get people to go, more people to go. So I'm getting it constantly. People want me to go, and I appreciate people wanting me to go, but I really don't want to. <laughs> I, I really just, have no desire. I think it's part of the, like, you know, this whole Disney Universal whatever, and they figure, like, if you can get you to go to this, since they love it, that all of a sudden you'll be, you know, oh, like, Disney's not cool anymore because I got right. yelled at at Universal. And you know what? You like what you like. Just get on with your life. Um, let's, see. let's see. I'm just going to throw out a time. Okay. We're at 9.44. Yeah, time or, box. Yeah, 12.44. Yes. Yes. So let's see. Um, and when it's time to go, we'll just we'll just go. Um, who, who's been to Vegas here? I have. Skipper? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Abigail Fortnum is doing an all-girl trip to Vegas this weekend for a friend's 30th birthday. How does Vegas oh, compare to drinking at Disney? I it can be actually semi similar depending on how you can do it. Be. You, yeah, like I mean, it's it's basically like Disney, but without having to worry about any of the rides, you just go to all the themed bars. It's pretty fun. Unless you go on a roller coaster at New York, New York. But... Oh, that's true. That's true. What are so your thoughts? I on? I actually did this exact thing for my thirtieth birthday as well. I went to Vegas with three of my friends and had an absolutely terrible time. So. First tip, make sure that the group of people you're with want to do the same things you do, okay? Um, but yes, as far as drinking in Vegas, yes, there are many themed bars, so you can hit it up kind of like Disney and make your way up and down the strip and go see what can be seen and have a good time. Or you can be miserable. Either way. I, I prefer that. I don't want to really be miserable. No. No, miserable is not fun. Mm-hmm. I prefer, I prefer I, I'm actually to. not a big fan of Vegas. Um, I know it's like this big, like rolling party and stuff, but this might just sound crazy. But I kind of wish I'd seen like the Frank Sinatra, like old school Vegas with the mob. And, oh, absolutely! Yeah, like yeah. like I would rather do that. Like hang out in like some classy joints with martinis and listen, oh. you know, to some like great music. Then because now it seems to me like it's just like this giant club, and you just I don't know. I mean, don't yes, get me wrong. There's, there's I, I hate sort of how it's gone from sort of a place that's kind of chill and be cool to every place has to go somewhere and have VIP table. Like yeah, it seems like, like a giant frat party yeah. for me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan and that's, of that. 
that's actually why I had a miserable time is because that's all my friends wanted to do was go to those clubs and I didn't. So let's go to that club. Yeah. No. There's that's so a, many other. Um, yeah, there's so many other great places to do that. So, um, Detroit Bones wanted to know, and I like this. Has anyone ever tried drinking around the world in alphabetical order? I thought that would be a lot. At what point do you get so drunk you forget the alphabet? You'd have to have a list of some sort ahead of time. You'd have to. You'd have to at some point. Okay, here's what it is though. It would be American Adventure, then to Canada. That's, I mean, there's so much walking. And then from Canada all the way to China. And then from China, China to France wouldn't be too bad. Oh, yes, it is. I was thinking yes, Italy. I was going to say. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, France <laughs> yeah. to Germany, that's probably. And then that Germany to Italy. That, that's, that, Germany to Italy would be your best. That'd be best, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Italy to Japan, that's not too bad. Nope. But then Japan all the way to Mexico. And then back to Morocco. And then back to Norway. <laughs> Yeah, this is not efficient at all. And then back to United Kingdom. Oh my God, that would be awful. So we will not be doing that. How many times did you take the boat? Yeah. I'm not sure if that would even be that helpful, though, because it takes um, you. Time I mean, wise. Right. No, well, not just not, that, but, but you could get a drink. This is where your turvis comes in handy. Yeah. You get a drink, yes. pour it in the turvis, get on the boat, drink it across the way. Because at that point, you're in international uh, is waters. That just international waters. International so, waters. Okay. And then, uh, and then you're just zigzagging back and forth on the water, which could be fun because that would be uh, a nautical drinking around the world. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Something to consider. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it would be if you had a lot of time and you really got a lot of energy, and <laughs> you'd have to lift some of the uh, crossing borders rule, Skipper. No, you just well. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you do. You just drink your drink before you leave if you can't take the boat. Yeah. I think it's doable. Yeah, American Adventure to Canada. You could take the boat, right? Yeah. And, and then Canada to China. Uh, well, yeah, it's like Morocco to, yeah, it'd be Morocco to China, to Canada. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to, like, maybe yeah. step, mm-hmm. you know, a country left and right to get to the boats that you need. Right. Um, I mean, Germany to Italy, that one's super easy. Italy to Japan, that one's super easy, because you're just going to walk past uh, walk past the U.S. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it could be done. Uh, it would take a long time. Yeah. I, I mean, for sake of doing it, I would consider doing it, just to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, we're not going to do it on St. Patrick's Day, but we'll come no, up, We'll do it a different day. Different day, different day. Because you're talking then at least, you know, you're still going to have to get at least 11 drinks. So it's still, it's still going to be, be a, a new drinking plan for the book. Second edition. Second edition. Go. Second edition. Really, it's just all really bad ideas. <laughs> yeah. They're really challenging. Um, speaking of really bad ideas, Ben Bowers jumps in. Would it also be possible to drink 26 drinks in full alphabetical order around Disney? <laughs> like, find all drinks of every letter. Are there anything that starts with an X, though? Be uh I'd have to almost maybe think something from Abracadabra or one of the elixirs would have to be uh, substituted mm. there, even though it's not. Oof. All right, last ass sour boner of the day. Louis the Louse jumps in. Louis the Louse hasn't been around for a few weeks and now jumps in with full force. And it's actually towards uh, Rhiannon's liver. Hmm. Uh, 
if Disney World or Disneyland had a scavenger hunt, at which bar or lounge would you hide Rhiannon's liver to be found? Um, and the winner would get a free book, Rhiannon. So where would you want uh, the liver to be staying during the scavenger hunt to be found? They'll be giving it away. Theoretically. Ugh, where's, okay. like the, where's the most difficult one to find? Where would no one look? It wouldn't be taboo. That'd be the easiest to, to realize. Well, and that's the thing. So, you know, the liver kind of looks like a rock. So what if you mm-hmm. what if it was in a place that has like, like that rock wall looking just kind of hidden so that her face and, you know, it would have to <laughs> like, be it would have to be her posterior so that her mm-hmm. face, you know, her mm-hmm. eyes and nose weren't sticking out. But you could hide her as a rock, you know, and probably in some of the uh Jack Lindsay's would be good cuz there's so many oh other props God, around. Yeah, so much other crap. That's true. <laughs> uh, question is how long could we actually put Rian's liver in Jack Lindsay's? Like how many how long would it last before it was noticed and taken down is the real question. Uh, I, yeah. I may have an answer for that. And it's usually just one night. They, they really check that much? So I, at Trader Sam's in out here, they actually have an inventory of everything that's on the wall. And at the end of the night, they're supposed to go through and make sure, one, that nothing got stolen, but that nothing was added. Because <laughs> uh, people like to just randomly yeah. put shit up and... Uh, and they want to make sure, sure that, you know. They don't want it to turn into the big bamboo. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Sorry, Skipper. <laughs> but it's true. That's what they're trying to avoid is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, so. I've always wondered, could, how long could we – I, I, I want to add some of the Drinking at Disney books to some of the Disney World Resort libraries and just see how long they'll last. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, uh, I used to try to uh, – Throw gold coins onto the treasure area of the haunted man, or not the haunted mansion of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Is that guy? I used to try to like place coins all the time, but in a specific place so that when I went back, I could see if they were still there, and they were always gone the next day. You're that guy that throws change on the ride. No, 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 not change. Like the the actual like gold coins. Oh. Like I used to, I used to get. You know, plastic gold coins, or sometimes, oh. or sometimes the chocolate covered, like foil. Coins. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate. Not good. Those little, those little like ch- uh, chocolates that are covered in foil, and uh, I would try to chuck them into this one area so that I could check to see if they were still there the next day. And those guys are good at cleaning up my mess. I can say that. A three o'clock parade disclaimer: uh... We do not, we do not recommend throwing no. anything on any of the rides, including chocolate coins. Including chocolate mm-hmm. coins. Thank you. Thank you, voice of voiceover. There we go. Um, well, that brings us to the end of Ask Sour Boners. This was brings us to the end of our first ever Nooner edition, Afternoon Delight. Afternoon Delight. Oh. Um, any final thoughts? Rhiannon, you're about to uh, head back in. Any final thoughts? Uh, no. Next weekend, we're going to uh, adventuresincharity.org. Yes, we are. Yeah, Adventures in Charity. Next weekend. Next Saturday. We're going to the Keys this weekend. What? Which key? Are you going all the way to the end? or? No, Isla Mirada. Nice. I love it. There's like that cool little like fish camp place where they have the fish. That's, I don't know. I love it. Wish I knew his name. Know. Fish camp place where they have the fish and the things. It was, so, yeah. it was cool like side of the road, hole in the wall place that you can only find in the Keys. You know, one of those cool places. And uh, I just don't remember the name. It was, it was like a guy's name. Like, 
Dave's or Steve's or something like that. Sure. It was in Isla Mirada. Yeah. It was cool. we're, do- we're doing Sandbar Sunday, renting a boat, going out oh. and doing that, taking Monday off. I learned that when I went to the Keys, that if you are going to the Keys and not Key West, but any of the others, if you don't have a boat, like, it's just not that great. You got to have a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, uh, my only final thought is on Thursday, um, Aaron's coming into town, Skipper. Yeah, he's got, man, he's going to go to Disney World, and then he's going to go to Germany, and then he's going to go to France for Disneyland Paris, and then he's going back to Disney World, and then he's going to come out here and meet Alan at Disneyland. So he's going to be, like, living the dream. He is living wow. the dream. And he gets, he will, and I will be seeing him because his plan is to come to Jock Lindsay's next Thursday for the kickoff, the call to adventure for the Adventures in Charity at Jack Lindsay's. So I will see oh, him nice. there. nice. Very cool. Yes. I'm excited to see A.A. Ron. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yes. Any uh, final thoughts for the Skip of the Critch? Uh, just that we're going to end the show with Ben Bauer's newest song. Uh, Ooh, I didn't even know this. Yeah, uh, he wrote a song <laughs> for Rhiannon. Oh, it's actually Ray called Rhiannon's Uh-oh. Song. Uh-oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so. The bar was set high by Fleetwood Mac. So. It's true. Yes. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, this is. Uh, yeah, th- I think this is almost a. It's like a love song. It's like a... Uh, Aww. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll read you the first line. Who does he okay. think he is? Mr. Monkey is tangled with the wrong gal. No one ignores Whoa. Rhiannon. Yes. Nice. Oh, I'm so, so excited to hear it. It's in the voice of Gaston. Sweet. Yeah. So what we, we have coming down, the final float, is Ben Bowers on the float drinking a dram today. For his drama. Uh-huh. So, I tried. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you for enjoying the nooner. Rian, did you enjoy the nooner? I'm, we're not calling it that. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Who does he think he is? Mr. Monkey is tangled with the wrong girl. No one ignores Rhiannon. <laughs> Damn right. Dismiss. Humptinju. Publicly humiliated. Why, it's more than she can bear. More beer? Well, it might help. She's disgraced. Who? Her? Never. Rhiannon, she has to pull herself together. Gosh, it disturbs me to see Rhiannon sounding so down in the dumps. Every man wants to be with Rhiannon. They all want to look at her lumps. There's no girl in town as admired as her. Let's face it, she doesn't act shy. Everyone's awed and inspired by her, and it's not very hard to see why. She's so slick, Rhiannon, and so quick, Rhiannon. Her podcast co-hosts are real thick, Rhiannon. For her kiss, you have got to act quickly. She's perfect, a pure paragon. You can ask any skipper, Dick Ritchie, and he'd tell you which side that he'd rather be on. If you know what I mean. He's no 
Rhiannon, she looks cool, Rhiannon, she likes drinking a beer by the pool, Rhiannon. I know we're not saying her name correctly, I wanna go, Rhiannon. Give five hurrahs, give twelve hip hip, Rhiannon is the best and the rest are all drip. Peace, can't out. Drink Rhiannon, can't help think Rhiannon In a shouting match she doesn't stink Rhiannon She makes noises that sound really corny As you see she's got attitude to spare She might make Skipper Dick feel real horny That's right And he's not allowed to go near her down there Cannot hit Rhiannon Can't outwit Rhiannon She acts like she don't give a shit Rhiannon He's especially good at the shocker explaining <laughs> Good shot Rhiannon when she was a girl she drank four dozen milks every morning to help her get large. And now that she's grown she drinks five dozen beers so you know damn well who is in charge. We all love Rihanna, don't you shove Rihanna. Mr. Monkey's a fool walking past Rihanna. Uses zoom zooms in all of her decorating. Say it again, the top gal of my man. And then say it once more, drive a car through her door. Who's a super success, don't you know, can't you guess? Ask Drunkie and that guy hanging on. There's just one girl in town who's got all of it down. And her name R E E E R A I N E R A H I N N. No, Rihanna.